Jump into the leadership game. Rise to the challenge and apply to become a DKM first-timer or a J.P. Morgan Chase Fellow. This is an exciting experience that will take your leadership skills to a new level. You'll learn from ACB passionate leaders and mentors. You continue your leadership journey. Don't delay. Apply today. For more information, please visit https slash slash www.acb.org 2023 first timers or contact Kenneth Simeon Sr. at simeon.k at outlook.com. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I am glad to be here with you again. Uh, and this week we are still going to take, or, well, still, this week we're going to take another dip into Microsoft Word. We've been there quite a bit these last few weeks. So this week uh, will be a maybe a bit of a departure. I don't know. Um, we are going to look at uh, composing tables and going into JAWS quick setting and, and doing some, uh, well, and what the quick setting items are, what they do. Um, we're going to create a table and do those kinds of things. I am just trying to get my notes to run on my other PC, so I'd mm. ask you all to bear with me a moment. My apologies. We'll hear a little bit in the background as I um, just bring things up. This has been an interesting thing for me uh, in, in getting this together because I've always used Outlook. I have read tables in Word, haven't done a lot of composition of tables in Word. So as I say, a little bit of a new deal for me, and uh, so this will make it kind of fun perhaps. I'm going to take a moment and uh, shift some things around. My apologies. Or continue to shift things around maybe is the better way to say it. I don't know. But either way, I'll get things up and running here. Because I must have Braille. <laughs> Don't want you all to hear Jaws talking, because then I should just let Jaws do the presentation instead of me, right? That looks better. Okay. And now I can finally get my, my file open. I would love to say that as an expert, and maybe even an expert's expert, I have all of this memorized, but it just isn't so. Um, a lot of this, like all of you, I can do this stuff a lot of times, but uh, it's much more difficult to present in a kind of a cogent, straightforward fashion without help. So here we go. Finally, let's look at tables as my notes open. So... First of all, let's talk about tables a little bit. <clears throat> and tables are used uh, for the most part to show data. And in Word, they come in a variety of, of well, and in Excel as well, but in a variety of, of sizes uh, and types. And so I think the ones that we encounter the most, the ones that we encounter the most are either data tables, with which are trying to tell us something and give us information, 
And that includes even lists. Uh, some people now are using tables just to make a list, just to give them that nice, neat vertical formatting. So you'll see that uh, even in, in some of our material, uh, especially when you're talking about, say, command lists, it's you'll end up with a table that has uh, two or three rows, and uh, one end will be the description of the command, for example, say all. And then the next, the next column will say insert plus A. And then the third column would be, at least nowadays, the Braille equivalent. And uh, what you have to press to do is say all command. So tables are, are used to impart information in a number of ways. Uh, we've talked about them before when we, when we looked at tables. And remember, for those of you who aren't real familiar with tables, just keep in mind that uh, they're like, they're like uh, if you did math in, in school and you saw uh, coordinates, it's the same thing. It's a, it's a number of blocks, and the blocks are laid side by side in a horizontal line, and then there's, there's blocks on top in vertical columns. So you have rows and columns. Now, there's, there's several types of table. There's a regular table, which is what I'm talking about, okay? Nice, neat rows and columns of squares. There are irregular tables, okay? And simple tables and complex tables. Simple tables are, are row and column. Complex tables have stuff nested in them, that kind of stuff. Really, truly, when we're talking about making your tables accessible, uh, the easiest way to do that is to use a simple table whenever possible. Uh, try not to use non-standard or irregular tables when you're creating tables. Um, again, they should be used whenever possible. Uh, if you can, avoid the use of complex tables. And you might even have encountered complex tables. I know I see them uh, I see them when I open up my email. And there's there's tables. And then within the tables, there's other, like, subtables and things. And I, I just find them very difficult to, to navigate on a lot of people as well. So, as I say, use regular simple tables when you can. Uh, try not to use tables where the data spans more than one column. So it, reading left to right, it takes up two or three or four blocks on the table. Uh, try not to span more than one row so that vertically you're not taking up two and three and four blocks to, to fit data in because that, that makes it tougher to navigate. It makes it tougher to, to keep track of where you are when you're using your screen reader and looking around. So standards... Um, you know, we, we want to have that basically simple table. Now, in a regular table, what we'll find is that at the top of the columns, so across the top of the table, um, there'll be headers. And when you create an accessible table, you want to try and put the header directly above the data that it represents. That way, as we're reading across the row, um, and if if the table is coded correctly, JAWS will be able to determine what the, what the header labels are, the columns, excuse me, what the column headers are, and we'll be able to read them to you. And we'll look at that in a moment. When you put the, uh, when you put the, the, the row titles uh, on your table, you want to put them to the left of the data that they represent, Okay. So row headers should be on the far left of the of the data at the at the beginning of each row, so that first column. 
and the column header should be across the top, that first row. That way everything reads like you want it to read, like you think it should read. So that is, is something to keep in mind as you create tables, okay? Um, you know, don't don't use a lot of the, the, the column spanning and row spanning and all those kind of things we talked about. Uh, it will make a mess. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So let me show you an example of a table like this. Give me just a moment to switch to it here. Now, let me just get over here. I do hear you. <laughs> I can find my tables. Where did you go? There we go. All right, here's a table. Let's turn speech on. Full speech. And this table, I'll just read it. We'll go to the top. June. Let's go to the very top. Out of table. Top of file. Blank. And I'll read down through here so you can hear what this is. Blank. Second quarter results were better than expected. The table below shows totals for some of the most popular items. Blank. And we've used this table before. For those of you, those of you who have ridden along with me, we've kind of played with this a little bit. Fred's Produce Market. Fred's Produce Market. Table 1. Uniform Table. New Cell. Blank. Okay. So across the top... We have April, column two of four, May, June, end of row. So the first quarter, April, May, June, May, April, blank. Because that would be the second quarter, wouldn't it? <laughs> Which is what it said in the little blurb. So across the top, <clears throat> the top row, the top left corner, that first cell is blank. And you'll see why in a moment. And then you've got April, May, and June as your column headers for the next three columns. Okay. So if I move down a row. Apples. Row two of five. Row two of five is apples. If I go down again. Corn. Row oranges. Row strawberries. Row five of five. So we'll look at strawberries because we can't go any further down. Let's move to the right to the next cell. April. 25 flats. May. 31 flats. I'm just moving to the right. June. 23 flats. Last cell in table. Warning. Pressing tab here adds an extra row. I will not press tab here. So you notice that as I moved across the row, the column headers were red, right? April, May, June. Now it didn't say the row title again because we haven't moved. We're still in strawberries. Now for those of you that are Brailsters, you use Braille. I'm looking at my Braille display. And remember we talked about simple and complex view. Hopefully you remember. And it's a way of telling JAWS how to show tables. Uh, I've got mine set to complex view, so it looks across the table in Braille. Simple view would show me just the single cell. But in complex view, with my Braille display, I see the coordinates of the, of the table. So row 5, column 4. And strawberries, and then June, 23 flats. Okay, it's as far as I, I can, I'm all the way at the end. Maybe I don't have this in complex view, since I'm only seeing the cell. So you notice you can hear the column headers. May. Moving 31 flats. Oops, sorry, talked over them. Moving to the left. April, 25 flats. Column 1, no title. Strawberries. And column 1, no title. There is no title column there because that's where the months live. So let's move back over to April. April, 25 flats. And I'm going to start moving up 
the column. So we're stepping up from row to row to row and watch what happens or listen to what happens. Oranges. 28 crates. Corn. 15 baskets. Apples. 22 bushels. So we don't hear the months anymore because I'm in the column for April, but we do hear the fruit, the category red, which is the uh, the row heading. The row, uh, yeah, the row heading. I don't know why I'm having a problem keeping that in my uh, poor besotted brain, but you hear the uh, row headers instead of the uh, the column headers. Okay, so Word will do that as long as the uh, the table's put together properly, and it's fairly straightforward. It's fairly easy to do, and we'll look at some of that. Okay, let me move down here. I talk past my notes. <laughs> it's not a great thing. So you can tell JAWS, and we'll look at this uh, in uh, in quick settings in a moment. But you can tell JAWS to work with tables and read them in a follow in the following way. Um, you can tell it to read only marked headers. I keep saying headings. My apologies. Only marked headers. You can turn off header indication altogether, so it won't read those row and column headers. You can have it read only row headers, and you can have it read only column headers. So there's, or you can have it read both row and column headers, which is what I have set now, because I want it to let me know as I move up, down, left, right. I want to know as I step from row to row or column to column. I want it to read both. Now, sometimes you'll be in a situation where you've you've heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what it is. You use this table a lot. There's a lot of repetition. So you might turn one of those headers off. You might want to stop it from reading row. Or column header, I don't know. But that is available to you, or you could stop it from reading the headers altogether. Okay, so if it's been properly marked up, that's what you hear. Okay. So let's look at putting a table into a Microsoft Word document. You ready? Here we go. So first of all, you want to press Alt plus N, which is going to take you to the Insert tab in the ribbon. And then you can press the letter T. Think of table. That's going to activate um, the table button in the tables group. So you're going to insert a table. So let's go there. Let's open up a Word document and we'll play with this a little. Well, I guess we could do it right here. 15 baskets. Let me get out of this table. Out of table. Bottom of file. Container. Enter. Add a new line. There we go. Okay. Containers on hand. After reviewing this table, be sure to project into the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to worry about um, uh, <laughs> my fruit stand right now or Freddie's fruit stand. So let's add a new table. We're going to press upper ribbon. Alt. Expanded. Home tab. 2 of 12. Alt yeah. followed by H. And we're on the home tab. Let's move it to the insert tab by pressing N. Insert tab. 3 of 12. Alt followed by N. Remember I said T for table. Table, table, 1x1 table button. 1 of 80. Now, this is kind of a neat thing. Um, it says 1x1, so, you know, one one uh, row, one column. And in the document now, if we could see this, we would see a table with just one square. As I move, the, as I move to the right, I'll arrow to the right. NT. 2x1 table button. 2 of 80. 3x1 table button. 4x1 table button. So we, sorry, we start to be, we start to add columns as I'm moving to the right. So it was just one, one row, one column. So it's just a single square. And we're now up to four columns, one row. And on the screen, you see the, the, the boxes, the cells. If 
If I arrow down at this point, 4x2 table button. 14 of 80. So I've got a four column, two row table, and I could keep going. We're not going to do all 80 of these. That's long and, and <laughs> kind of tortuous, but it is the way uh, Microsoft is representing that now. Let's up arrow for a moment. 4x1 table button. 4 of 80. You may remember that when we were working with fonts and doing the color of fonts a few weeks back, um, we had a similar kind of grid to choose the color. And it had all these permutations of color and, you know, all numbered and, and, and stuff. And we could arrow up and get into the basic colors. If I arrow up here. 3x8 table button. 73 of 80. We do not hit any standard buttons. We get to the bottom of this grid of tables. So three by 80, uh, sorry, three by eight, <laughs> 73 of 80. And I could arrow to the right. Four X eight table button, five X eight table button. And go on and go on and on. We won't do that. But Microsoft has preserved the old dialogue that used to let you, uh, you could, you could configure your tables using this dialogue. I like this a lot better. Let me press the letter I. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Insert tab. 3 of 12, Alt followed by N. Leaving menus, leaving ribbons, number of columns, edit spin box, 5. Alt plus C, number of columns, edit combo, 5. So we're in an edit combo. I can type this in by hand or I can use the arrow keys to increase or decrease the number of columns. By default, it starts at 5. This, in my opinion, you may disagree, but in my opinion, this is so much easier than arrowing up and down and left and right. Uh, in that grid of adding rows and columns. I'm sure the visual effect is cool uh, as you're moving your arrow around and even cooler if you're using a mouse because it shows you on the screen what this would look like. But for me, this is the easier way. So I could, I don't know how many columns do I want? Three. Okay, so I entered three. And if I tab. Three. Number of rows. Edit combo. Two. We'll leave it at two. Two is fine. And I'll tab again. Fix column width. Radio button checked. Alt plus W. Now there's some settings. Fix column width so it won't squish outwards as you add stuff to it. Auto fit behavior. Edit combo. Auto. Auto fit behavior. It'll automatically fit my cells and my text in my cells. I'm not going to play with that in this uh, webinar. Let's tab. Remember dimensions for new tables. Checkbox not checked. Alt plus S. Now, if you're going to be doing documents and, and doing a table of this dimension, <laughs> these dimensions, I guess you could check this. And the next time you insert a table, it would automatically be there by default. Just, just like uh, five columns, two rows is what we found when we invoked this dialog. Let's press tab. OK button. And there's my OK button. So I'll, I'll press enter on it, or I'll press space on it. Space, table two, uniform table, row one of two, column one of three. Edit. And I got what I wanted. I have three columns, two rows. And I, I, <laughs> I'm thinking I should have added more rows uh, for the exercise we want to do. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. So we've created a table with columns and rows. Now you can navigate around this table in two ways. You can press and hold Control and Alt and then use your arrow keys left and right, up and down. That's what I'm doing right now. Blank. Column two of three. Blank. Column three of three. I know they're blank. We haven't put anything in there yet. Blank. Row two of two. Last cell in table. Warning. Pressing tab here adds an extra row. Now that's kind of handy in case you're reading around your table and you forget and you're, you're using tab. The other way you can move around is you can press tab and shift tab to move and it will step you 
in order from the left of the row, and you'll march across the cells to the right end. And if there's another row below, and you press tab, you'll just go down a level and back to the left and march across the row again. But if, like me, you are in the bottom rightmost cell and you press tab. Table 2, Uniform Table, Blank, Row 303, Column 1 of 3. We've just added a new column. We now have three, I'm sorry, we've added a new row. We now have three rows, three columns. So the other way to move around, now we talked about tab. Blank, Column 2 of 3. Blank, Column 303, so Last Cell in Table. Warning, pressing tab here adds an extra row. I'm sorry for talking over her. That was rude of me. So again, I've marched across our three columns, and we're at the end of row three. I'll press tab again. Table two, uniform table, blank, row four of four, column one of three. I do have a reason for doing this. I, I really did want more rows, so <laughs> we'll use our exercise to, uh, to add rows and, and disregard the warning. So you can move around by pressing Control-Alt, pressing and holding Control-Alt, and using your arrow keys, left, right, up, down. You can press tab and shift tab to step cell by cell, or you can invoke the table layer, which is, I think, the easiest way to move around. The, the table, um, this table mode is a layered command, as the name implies. You would first press insert space. Space. Okay, just says space, and you hear the little talk tick noise. Then you press the letter T for table. Table layer. And the table layer is invoked. Now, all that I have to do is use the arrow keys, up, down, left, right. So if I press up, T, blank, row 304. Now, that T was just because I, I pressed a T as part of the command, but we're in row 304 now. Blank, row 204. And I'll press left arrow. Beginning of row. Oops, I can't. Sorry, I'll press right arrow. Blank, column 203. Blank, column 303. And down arrow. Blank, row 304. Blank, row 404. Last cell in table. Warning, to... press table 2. Uniform table, blank, row five of five, column one of three. And I have blatantly disregarded and completely interrupted that particular warning and created one more row by pressing tab. So again, insert space, space, followed by T, table layer. And as long as all you do is press up, down, left, or right arrow, you will navigate the table. If you press another command, which wouldn't be up, down, left, right arrow, you'll be taken out of the table layer. Now, I did it by pressing tab. But what if you don't want to press tab, shift tab, any of those things, but you do want to come out of the table layer within a table? All you have to do is press escape. And you hear the little, I'm coming out of this layered mode. Okay, so that's how that works. That's how you get out of um, the table layer. Okay, so we've created, we've created our table. We're now up to five rows and three columns. Um, so let me see what else we can do here. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all of the menu choices um, that we have. If we keep selecting all those blocks, we looked at that. I still recommend um, insert I once you're in the uh, that grid to select tables. Okay. Let me show you that one more time. I know we got kind of far afield with the table layer. But again, if you want to insert a table, right, you press Alt. Upper ribbon, table tools, table design tab. Now, we'll talk about that in a minute, okay? And then N. Insert tab. 3 of 14, Alt then, followed by N. Sorry. And then T. Table, table, 1x1 table button. 1 of 80. And then again, if you want to you want to avoid using the grid and go into uh, this, this dialog to actually enter manually your row and column numbers and some other stuff, just press the letter I. 
Insert table. Number of columns. Edit combo. Five. And I'm just going to press escape to get us out of here because we have a perfectly usable table. Escape. Edit. And here we are. So, the, again, I just wanted to review quickly. That's how you do that. Okay. There's some other options. Once you press I, by the way, you can do draw table, which I have not used. There's convert text to table. Um, you must have text in your document before that particular item will work. And there's also Excel spreadsheet, so you can create a spreadsheet from within Word. And then there's a Quick Tables submenu. And the Quick Tables submenu might be of use to you or of interest. Um, it has a gallery of several kinds of cal uh, calendars uh, and sample tables uh, with different predefined styles. So you could go into that Quick Tables gallery and uh, try to, uh, well, not try to, but use some of those, uh, some of those. Uh, possibilities, those choices. Now, did you notice when I pressed uh, the Alt command, you heard design. There's a couple of tabs that are added. They're called contextual tabs, and these tabs appear, and they're different depending on the context, just like they sound like. Um, when, you've, when you've taken an action and you need some more controls, some different controls, when you create a table, Two more tabs are added to the ribbons, and they are called contextual tabs. Um, they appear only, only when your cursor is inside a table. So, you know, a table or a chart, I guess I should add as well. So if you park your cursor inside a table or a chart, the contextual table, uh, sorry, the contextual tabs appear. Okay. Now, Ours, <clears throat> excuse me, our cursor is inside the table. So two new tabs have shown up, right? Let me show you what they are. You ready? Here we go. I'm going to press Alt. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Insert tab. Three of 14. Alt followed by N. So there's the insert tab. Let's just write arrow. Draw tab. Design tab. Five of. Layout tab. Six of four. References tab. Seven of four. Mailings tab. Eight of 14. Alt. Review tab. Nine of 14. Alt followed by a. View tab. 10 of 14. Alt followed by W. Add ins tab. 11 of 14. Alt. Help tab. 12 uh -oh. of 14. Not in Alt follow escape. This escape. Might be my fault. Let's go to the table. Nope. It's, it says it is. Space. Maybe I'm just jumping the gun. End of row. Beginning of. Okay. Let's do it again. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Help tab. Add-ins tab. Eight. View tab. Review tab. Nine. Mailings tab. References tab. Layout tab. Design tab. Five of four. Oh. Draw tab. Four of 14. Alt followed by J. Okay. So my layout tab, my design tab are both there. I blew right past them. Design tab. See? Layout tab. There they are. Six of 14. Alt followed by P. And the reason is, is I expected them to say table. On my other computer where my notes live, um, it is table design and table layout, and it made the distinction. So when I did my dry run for our presentation together today, it um, <laughs> it would uh, it let me only it, it actually said uh, it actually said table design tab. So I was confused, and I had a, a standard design tab and layout tab as well. So that's okay. <laughs> Let's look at this. Design tab. So there's Five my design 14. tab. Alt followed by G. Okay. And I can tab 
to move into the design tab into the design tab menu leaving menus share submenu share this document and see who it's shared with alt followed by and there's some other options and we're going to go until we reach the table styles group themes unavailable submenu pick a new theme to give your upper ribbon submenu submenu style set button collapsed alt followed by g okay now there's the style set button and let's see what i need here i need to activate this enter style set table this document document button selected you can save this document's current style set and use it in other documents by right clicking and then clicking save one of 18. so there's some things we can do um we can carry our style for this document over to um, other sorry to other documents reset to the default style set save as a new style set dot style set table this document document button selected you can save this document's current style set and use it in other documents by right clicking and then clicking save one of 18 okay and there's 18 of these you're not going to go through all of these i'm going to press escape here escape upper ribbon submenu submenu style set button collapsed alt followed by menu document formatting group colors unavailable submenu fonts unavailable sub and i'm just tabbing so there's some other escape, escape. And other things there we aren't going to go too deep into this um, we have other things we want to explore as well, but you can you can get into the table styles. Um, there is a gallery available that lets you uh, set things like shading, the colors of your tables, a number of things, and it's another grid. So that one's a little tougher to move through, um, but you can navigate it, okay? If I make a selection, uh, I'm taken right back out. I'm put back into my table, okay? And that uh, the gallery disappears when I move out of the table because the contextual tab is gone, right? Okay. So let's talk about how we make those headings speak. Microsoft has come a long way um, with regard to table headings and all of that in, in accessibility in Word. Uh, for those of you who remember, there was a time when uh, reading a table in Word was a whole lot more tortuous. And this is pretty recent. You'd open a table and you had to keep going up, and, or at least I had to keep going up and looking at what the, uh, um, the, the column header is or over to the left and see what the row header is. Um, it just the accessibility wasn't really great, but they've made some changes um, that allow screen readers now, uh, screen reader users now to, to read the column headers and the row headers without having to do any special formatting or stuff in there. If you'll notice in our fruit stand table above, the rows and the column headers were red, okay? And I could use my navigation keystrokes and it read it just fine. If you go into a table and you don't hear that, you don't hear the column and row headers spoken, um, you can actually turn on the feature that will go and get those for you. Okay. You want to go back into, let's see if we can reproduce that here. We're going to go back into, um, well, are we still on the table? Let me look at my Braille display. Yes, we are. Okay. So we're going to press Alt, then J, then T. Here we go. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Design tab. Alt, there's J, and then T. Table tools, table design tab. 13 of 14, alt followed by Y, JT. 
So this puts us into the table tools in the design tab, okay, which we, we looked at. And again, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to move to the table style options group. Ready? JT. Menu. Leaving menus. Share submenu. Share this. Upper ribbon. Table design. Table style options. Header row checkbox checked. Alt followed by JT. Okay. A. Now here is, you, did you hear it say header row? Header row is checked. That means that, um, again, assuming our table is coded right, everything looks good in our document, Word will provide the information that JAWS needs to read the headers. So if this is checked, if this item is checked, JAWS will read the column headers in a table in Word for us. Don't have to do anything else. If I tab. Total row checkbox not checked. Alt followed by JT. Total row. Expanded rows checkbox. First column checkbox checked. There Alt we go. followed by JT. First column. M. Last column checkbox. Banded column. Submenu. Oh, Table word. styles button Hang collapsed. On. Alt followed. Shading split button unavailable. I lost my spot. Alt. Banded rows. Total row check. Header row checkbox checked. Alt followed by JT. Love it when this happens. Okay. There's header row. Maybe I arrow down here. Total row checkbox not checked. Alt followed by JT. T. Banded rows check total. Okay, so total row. Um, it's different. I see that I've got two slightly different versions of Word happening. So total row would have it read my headers on my columns and my rows. And you can arrow through here, tab through here, and check and uncheck the boxes that you, boxes, sorry, check and uncheck the choices that you want. And it will control whether JAWS reads these or not. Okay, so let me stop. Do we have any questions at this point? I know we've covered a lot, and it's been a little choppy. My apologies. Any questions? We have no hand. Uh, we have a hand in Zoom. Okay. Agnes, you may unmute now. Hello, Agnes. Agnes? Hello, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, there you are. Right. Um, I got a, a table uh, document today, mm -hmm. and it's a calendar of events for, for my apartment complex, and the table was done in Word. Mm -hmm. So can I use all the things we've been discussing to try to read it right yeah, you should. You should be again if they don't if they haven't done things to make it an irregular table where they've spread stuff across multiple columns and rows and even those are readable but it, boy it's harder. So, yeah, and I I would say again my opinion uh, I would go into the table just park your cursor in the table and then do insert space followed by T to T. turn on the table of it. Yeah. And, and I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Oh. And and the other thing was when I first went into the file, it gave me this weird thing about it. There was an issue because of the macros, either my history mm -hmm. or if they were locked up, so to speak. So I called Microsoft Word and I mean, I'm sorry, the Microsoft Disability Department. Mm -hmm. And we did a workaround and we copied the table and selected it and copied it and had to put it in another file. 
Wow. Okay. Because you had you had Max. Are you do you do transcribing or something? No. Um. This is from my service coordinator for my complex. Oh, so they had macros embedded they in the had, document. Yes. Oh, that's always helpful. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so what we had to do was select and copy it, and then we put it into another um, Word file. You know, that's kind of word to the word to the wise. That sort of sounds silly when I say it, but you know, it it really is true that sometimes you're going to have to grab that content and put it in, you know, move it Mm -hmm. out because of something like that. There's macros embedded that you don't have Mm -mm. and word looks at it and goes, I I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) So, yeah. But anyhow, you were suggesting that I do interest space T and then. And then you can just use left, right, up and down arrows. Okay. And you can move, you know, you can read right through there. Okay. Thank you much. Oh, you're welcome. You can use the other way. It's control alt and then you have to hold those down. And what I found before we had the table layer was my fingers would get tired. So Mm -hmm. quite literally. Okay. Well, thank you much. Thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anybody else? Roberta, go ahead. Hi. Um, I have one quick question and maybe a question that isn't, you can tell me if it's not right for this webinar. The first first question. If it's way off topic, it'll be tough, but let's see. Go ahead. Well, the first question is just um, basically a yes, no. When you created your table, did the table, um, does Word adjust the table so that the columns are equal sized and cover the width of the document? Yeah, remember when we were in that, uh, one of the items was automatically, was it automatically yes. just size? Yeah, so I yes. just leave that checked because I, I cannot see it all. So I can't look at the screen even to just get the shapes or whatever, you know, the sure. sizes of the squares. And I let it adjust for me. Um, and, oh, go ahead. And, and then what does it do vertically for the height of the row? It will adjust that too. Now, I can't speak very knowledgeably to that because I don't look at it and see what it does, but I have packed a lot of stuff into my my cells, and you end up with, with text wrapping <laughs> sometimes okay. quite often. Uh, the other thing that I do, just because if I'm doing a uh, something for work or something for school, I'll have somebody look at it for me just to, mm-hmm. to tell me that it looks okay. Um, Makes sense. I have occasionally created some wacky stuff. It happens to me more in PowerPoint than it does in Word uh, just because of the way PowerPoint works with things and you've got to place stuff. But, yeah, it it should auto-size. I mean, I suspect there's probably a practical limit if you pack more and more text in there. I, I don't know quite how it would – I guess you'd have some cells that are big and empty <laughs> and some yeah. that are full. Sure. Um, um, and the second question um, it, it has to do with a table that's in – the body of an email. Oh yeah. And, Love those. Um, I found that I'm unable to move up and down left and right. The only option is to move row one, column one, row one, column two, row one, and, and complete and totally unable to go up and down in a single column. Yeah. What, what version of, of jaws are you using? Uh, it's current. Okay. Okay. Cause the older ones really struggled with that. That's why we put a lot of time into trying to make that work. Um, a couple of things. You might try using the table layer, insert space followed by T. 
Okay. And see if that helps sort things out. Um, the other is you can change. I don't, I'm not totally sure this will work for you. Um, but you can change how the controls are handled. Uh, I would like to send you more. Can you send me an email so I can, I can get you more detail on this one? Just Absolutely. Rmiller at vispero.com. R-M-I-L-L-E-R at vispero.com. Um, and that way I can, I can copy and paste some info for you and send it back and you can kind of noodle around with it. Not hundred okay. percent sure it'll help. Cause I, I still have emails that I just, it's because of the way they're put together. I can't read through those tables. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All righty. Anybody okay, else? We do, have another, we do have another hand in Zoom. Sandra, go ahead. Okay. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Yes. Hi, welcome. Um, I came in late, so you may have covered this already, but how do you alter uh, the table's columns? So let's say you have a table with, two columns going all the way down, but for one row, you want to change it to one column and then change it back again. How do Ooh. you do that? I I did not cover that. I haven't really messed with that. I, okay. I suggested at the beginning of this that tables are, are best for accessibility purposes are best kept simple so that mm, you don't. Yeah. Have... I'm, I'm doing this for sighted. Yeah. Clientele, I... If that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know the ones I mean when you say you, where it says column chains to two I from do, one and then two again, and yeah, like how, and then, how do you create that yourself? Basically? You know what? Send me a note. Let's go a little more in depth on that. I will okay. Armiller at yeah. Armiller at vispero.com because okay. yeah, that's that's a toughie if you're using a screen reader. Sometimes it makes it tough to read through. Um, okay. But uh, I find yeah. it easy to read. I just. That I works okay for you. Read. I've had the only time I've experienced them is they they change and they move in and out and as long as I'm aware of it, yes, you can go up and down and left and right. But uh, yeah, I'll be down in a minute. It does. It can be a challenge for depending on how folks visualize the table. Yeah, I'd be happy to dig that uh, dig deeper into that for you. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Anybody else? Uh, no one in Zoom. Okay. Nobody in Zoom, nobody in uh, Clubhouse? Not currently, no. Okay, no problem. So let's, let's look at our last piece here. We're going to look at what is in uh, JAWS Quick Settings so that we can modify how JAWS works with settings. Okay, or sorry, how JAWS works with tables. So... We've been in quick settings for the last couple of weeks, and we've actually moved past that table uh, branch in the quick setting tree view. So this will be familiar, I'm sure. I'm going to press escape to get us out of the styles that we're in. Escape. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Edit. Escape. And I want to revisit something if I have time as well, um, because the, the one thing this table doesn't have is it has no headers both either row or column headers. So I'd like to go back up to our fruit stand table and take a look one more time at that styles and see if uh, my other checkboxes appear. Uh, sorry, I should not call them checkboxes because they're not. Um, I mean, I guess literally they are, but they're up in the styles submenu. So let's look at our quick settings, and if there's time, we'll circle back around, okay? So insert V to open up quick settings. Quick settings, Word, dialog, search box, edit. Control plus E. 
And remember, if you know what you're looking for or have a good idea of what it's called, you can always uh, enter text into the search box and then arrow down through the results. I'm not going to do that now because we want to look at everything. So let us arrow down one time. Tree view. Level zero. Word settings. Closed. One of 11. So the root of the tree, the trunk of the tree, is word settings, at least for now. There are other things in the trunk of the tree. If I arrow down. Touch cursor options. General options. So that literally is the trunk of the tree, but the main branch I want to find is word settings. I'll go up to that. Touch cur word settings. Closed. I'll press right arrow. Word settings. Open. Eight items. So we're in the word branch. I'm going to go look for the table branch. That's or sub branch, if you will. That's in the word branch. Level one. Speech and sound schemes always the same. What? Formatting. Closed. Tables. Closed. There it is. I'll press right arrow to open this branch. Tables. Open. Five items. And we shall arrow down. Level two. Automatic table titles, both row and column. One of five. Tables word settings. Now, we talked about this uh, in a previous uh, webinar. Uh, we'll touch on it again a little bit here. And this controls how JAWS reads, uh, how it reads the titles. Okay. Um, so, excuse me. Um, if you if you specify rows and columns in your own tables, you can control how it reads them. If I press space here, space off one of four, won't read any rows or columns. Space column two of four, column only. Remember, we talked about this at the beginning of the webinar. There's some different ways you can tell JAWS to read your headers. Space row three space both row and column four of four. So if you want it to read both row and column which is where I leave it, you can not change this, okay? Um, you can have it read only rows, only column headers, or off, okay? So this controls how JAWS reads that, how it reads those titles, if they're read at all, okay? Um, this particular, this particular uh, item is document-specific, so you're going to have to go back and change that, um, when you, if you open up another document, okay. Now let's go down to the next one. Cell header and content speak titles before content. Okay, cell headers. This this is literally how JAWS handles the, the headers, okay. Um, do I want it to speak the content before the header? Or by default, of course, it's set to speak the content after the header right um i'll press space so you can hear that space speak content before titles two of two so it'll speak it before the title so for example in our fruit stand uh table above it would say i don't know 43 uh apples or 43 flats apples if we're moving up and down the columns or it would say 43 february you know 43 flats february uh, if we're moving left and right across the months. So let's press space again. Space. Speak titles before content. One of two. And that's how I leave it. Uh, again, you've got a choice. If you want to hear the content first, you can certainly set it for that. Let's arrow down. Cell coordinates announcement checked. So this would announce the coordinates, row three, column three. You've heard that as we've navigated our table. Um, and you can... You can have JAWS announce that or not, okay? As you're navigating the document, let's press space. Space. Not checked. 
Okay. If it's not checked, if I navigate a table, I'm not going to hear the rows and columns. And you know, there's times I do that. I don't really, well, for two reasons. I, I've got it there in Braille in front of me. But even if I don't, if I just want to navigate the cell and hear, uh, sorry, if I want to navigate the table and hear the information, I don't need to hear the row and column numbers as I step left or right or up or down. I want to hear the, the, the row headers and the column headers. That'll keep me uh, in line, it'll help me to visualize where I'm at. So, again, you can you can uncheck that. I leave it checked. Space checked, because as I train and as I help people, that's normally where they have their default set to. And sometimes I do want to hear this. Okay, so let's arrow down again. Table detection checked. Okay, table detection actually uh, controls whether Jaws detects when I'm in, when I'm entering or exiting a table while I'm reading through a document, okay? Um, you'll know that, uh, let me let me come out of here for a sec, you'll hear. Escape, table two. Let me, I'm just gonna press control home to get to the top of our document. Out of table. Top of file, blank. And you heard it say out of table, okay? So JAWS understands I left this table, let's down arrow. Blank. Second quarter results were blank. Fred's produce market. Table one, uniform table, new cell. Blank. Okay, and I'm in the table. If I arrow up. Out of table. Fred's produce market. Okay, now if I turn this off, I can still navigate the table. It's not a problem, but JAWS isn't going to uh, indicate whether I enter or exit a table. It's going to be quiet about that, and obviously the default is on. Let me come back into our quick settings. Quick settings, word dialog, tree view, word settings. Level. Format, tables, tables. Oh, level two. Automatic table titles, book, cell header and content speak titles before cell coordinates announcement checked. Table detection checked. Description checked. Okay. Now this is, this will control whether the descriptive information is announced before a table. So you'll hear the, the cal, <laughs> the column in a row, a position indicator. Um, if they don't have a header associated with them, those kinds of things. Um, so it, it will give you a description for that table if that information is available. And again, this is a simple toggle. Space. Not checked. Space. Checked. Okay, you turn them on or off. And I leave it on by default. That way I can glean what information there is about the table. Level 1. Editing options. And that's it. Those are our quick settings. Let's press escape. Escape. Edit. Okay. Any questions? Okay. So let me go back up. We're going to take a quick look at our fruit stand and see if I can't make that read properly. Um, Ron, oh, yeah, go ahead. I just want to let you know we are at the 10-minute mark. Right. No, that's, that, I appreciate that. Sure. Um, let's go back to our top. And if there's hands, if anybody, Tom. you know, we can we can break this at any time, and, and I'll just I'll answer questions. That's not a problem. Um, you know, I just thought we would try this with me doing this the way it should be done <laughs> and see if we can't. Um, trying to type and talk at the same time doesn't work too well. Um, see if we can't make that uh, that option more visible because I didn't do it uh, in a table that actually had headings. Okay. So we're going to go down to the fruit stand. Blank. Second quarter blank. Fred's Table one. Uniform table. New cell. Okay. Blank. So the focus is in the table, right? Otherwise, we don't have those um, contextual tabs that show up. Okay. And we're going to press. Where's my command here? 
We're going to press Alt J T to get back into the table tools. Upper ribbon. Expanded. Home tab. Two of 14. Alt followed by H. Table tools. Table design tab. 13 of 14. Alt followed by Y. J T. Okay. So we did Alt J T. And we're going to move to the table style options group. Here we go. With tab. J T. Menu. Leaving menus. Share submenu. Upper ribbon. Table design. Table style options. Huh. Header row checkbox checked. Alt followed by JT. And I talked a. over it. My apologies. Header row checkbox checked. Okay. So the header row is checked. Now I'm still convinced I should be able to tab right because that's how it worked in my home version of Word. So with the header row checked, it will read the header row titles. Total row checkbox checked. Alt. Banded rows checkbox not checked unavailable. Alt followed by JT. Alt. First column checkbox checked. Whew. Alt followed. There it is. First column. <laughs> okay. So what that means is that vertical stack of cells, that first column, if I check that, then it will read that column as the row titles. I'll tab again. Last column checkbox checked. Alt followed. By so in a scenario, I've never encountered this, but it could be done and visually it would work. In a, in a scenario where you've got a table and the last column is carrying the row titles, you can check that instead. I don't have that checked here. Oh, yes, it is. Last column is checked right now. Banded columns checkbox. And we won't get to banded columns and other styles. So there's the information. Um, it does help if there's actually uh, headers set up. Okay. Let me escape out of this. Escape. Leaving menus. Leaving ribbons. Edit. Table one, okay. uniform table, blank, row now, five. Let me give you. I'm sorry, I shouldn't talk over her. My apologies. I shouldn't. I should know this, right? Um, a few commands that you might want to keep in mind. If you press, if you press Alt plus seven, it will say the cell. So if I press Alt, oh, this is number seven, by the way, not the number pad. Are we still in my column? Yes, we are. Okay, Alt seven. Alt 7. Oh, you're not going to do that for me. New cell. A. Alpha. Alt 7. No, it's not. Uh, Alt plus 7. It's supposed to say the cell. Hmm. I'll have to investigate this farther because that's what my commands say. All right. We already know about the table layer. Insert space plus T. Okay. Um... Okay, how about we'll try, we'll say the row title, which is Alt, Insert, Shift, R. Now, I know that's a lot of fingers. Alt, Insert, Shift, R. See if I can do this. <laughs> Alt, Insert, Shift, R on my keyboard. That's a stretch. Alt, Shift, R. No. All right, I am going, <laughs> I love these kinds of demos. I'm going to leave this for now because my commands aren't working. And when we are done here, I'm going to go back and try these when I'm all by myself. And if they have suddenly stopped working, I will uh, find out why. So these final commands were my last little piece. Let me throw this open again to any questions. And my apologies that my commands aren't working or my fingers aren't going the right way, which isn't the case. So any more questions? No questions in Zoom. Okay. We have someone in Clubhouse, and I've invited them on stage now.
Great. Okay. Be here any second. So Andrea, when you're up on stage, you can feel free to unmute and ask your question. Hi. Hey, Andrew. How are you, How are you today? Good. Well, good, except for my dismal um, ending here. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is what happens. I've done this sort of thing before to myself. Yes. Um, I'm just curious. Yes, sir. Does is, is Word defaulted for the column and headings as you were just demonstrating? It is. Checked? Yeah, you notice they were checked when I finally got into the uh, <laughs> the table that had headers um, on the columns and, and rows. And they are checked. Um, if you go into a table and it's not reading those things, go after these and see if those items are checked. Just in case they Okay, thanks help. very much. Absolutely, Andrew. You're very welcome. Who else do we have? No one at this time. Okay. I thought he said several people in Zoom uh, in the Clubhouse. Well, very good. That completes my lesson for everybody today. If you guys have any questions, uh, you can certainly send me an email. It is R-M-I-L-L-E-R, -L -L -E R-Miller, at Vispero, V like Victor, I-S like Sierra, P-E-R-O.com, R-Miller at Vispero.com. Always, I, I encourage you to go to, go to freedomscientific.com slash training and check out all of the resources there. We have a lot of stuff. We're adding stuff daily. We're adding content uh, daily sometimes, uh, new webinars, new videos, new training stuff. So check us out there as well. And I am very, very grateful to be here today. It's been fun. Again, uh, <laughs> sorry about the stumbles. That's uh, usually the the, uh, the last the least fun part of this presentation, but uh, um, appreciate everybody who was able to attend today. <laughs>